Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Monday, November 15, 2021. I'm Rich Straffolino. Bloomberg sources say Huawei plans to license its handset designs to third parties under its Exnova business unit as a way to gain access to components blocked by sanctions. Potential licensees include China Postal and Telecommunications Appliances and TD Tech. Huawei engineers are reportedly redesigning smartphone electronics to use Qualcomm or MediaTek processors rather than Huawei's own high silicon chips. Microsoft confirmed an update for Windows 11 will prevent app developers from using Microsoft Edge protocol links, which are now restricted to the Edge browser. Apps like Edge Deflector had used these links to let users use their default browser for start menu search results rather than Edge. In a statement, Microsoft said Taskbar Search is an end-to-end experience that is not designed to be redirected and said it will fix any improper redirection workarounds. Researchers at Spam House Project observed FBI email servers distributing spam emails impersonating warning messages about network breaches on November 13th. These messages warned about a sophisticated chain attack coming from Vinny Troya, the same name as the head of the dark web intelligence companies Nightlion and Shadowbite. Spam House estimates these emails reached at least 100,000 inboxes, with recipients scraped from the American Registry for Internet Numbers. The FBI said the spammers used a software configuration to send out the emails from an isolated server managed by the FBI. Foxconn told investors it believes the supply chain problems will last until the second half of next year. It also expects its current quarter revenue to decline because of the component shortages. The company says optical modules used in smartphone cameras should be back to normal by the end of the year, but power management chips will remain tight. China's National Bureau of Statistics reports that integrated circuit output in the country increased 22.2% on the year in October to 30.1 billion units. However, this marked the second consecutive monthly decrease in output, down from 30.4 billion units in September and from a record high of 32.1 billion in August. These statistics don't break down integrated circuit produced by product category, however. According to the PC component analysts at Mercury Research, ARM's market share in PC chips hit about 8% in Q3, up from 2% a year ago. Strong Apple Silicon-based Mac sales powered most of this growth, although this figure does also account for ARM-based Chromebooks and Windows PCs. According to the documents obtained by CNBC, as part of the rollout of digital state identification cards in Apple Wallet, Apple requires states to maintain systems to issue and service credentials, hire staff to respond to Apple, and market the feature. Apple also maintains sole discretion of what types of devices are compatible with digital IDs, how states report on performance, and launch dates. These terms come from memorandums of understanding signed by Georgia, Arizona, Kentucky, and Oklahoma. CNBC did not review agreements with Connecticut, Iowa, Maryland, and Utah. IBM announced a new 127-qubit processor called Eagle, its first processor to have over 100 qubits. Eagle places control components on multiple physical levels while keeping qubits on a single layer to provide more usable qubits and reduce interference. According to IBM's vice president of AI, blockchain, and quantum solutions, Bob Souter, Eagle cannot be completely simulated on a classical computer. The company also previewed its Quantum System 2, a modular system able to house and cool multiple processors, potentially totaling over 1,000 qubits. IBM Research should have this system running by 2023. According to new draft rules from the Cyberspace Administration of China, the country will require technology companies to undergo a cybersecurity review prior to listing on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange if authorities determine a potential impact to national security. 
The rules also require companies to get security clearances for mergers and spinoffs or establishing overseas headquarters. Platforms with over 100 million daily active users will need to get approval on major updates to operations, user rights, or data privacy. The regulator is accepting feedback on the draft rules through December 13th. The priority tier of NVIDIA's GeForce Now cloud game streaming service provides 1080p streams at up to 60 frames per second. A new support document lists 12 games on the service that have default optimal playable settings that cap frame rates between 48 and 55 frames per second, depending on the title, to ensure a consistent high-quality experience on the GPUs used in that tier. While users can override optimal playable settings on most titles, the frame rate caps on these select titles cannot be changed. Multiple app developers speaking to Forbes claim that Apple is buying Google ads for high-value apps that direct users to the App Store rather than the developer's website, where Apple takes a percentage of any subscription revenue. Some app developers also said this practice raises the price of their own Google ads to take the top spot in search results. Google ad policies allow for ads to use another company's trademarks if they are primarily dedicated to selling products or services corresponding to it. And finally, Samsung released its Android 12-based One UI 4 update for the Galaxy S21 series, adding a Material U-style visual, a privacy dashboard, and indicators when the micro-camera are on. The company plans to roll out the update to older Galaxy S, Galaxy Note, and Galaxy A devices, as well as foldables and tablets, soon. The company also announced a Galaxy Watch update that adds the fall detection feature from the Galaxy Watch 4 to the Watch 3 and Watch Active 2. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.